He covered like a full year yep. of, of WWE, but just one one person's story through throughout that year almost. Yeah, it just it's because it was like I was watching it, it was so much shit to focus on, so I just couldn't pinpoint one without talking about something else. And a lot yeah. of the stories had crossed over into the other, which uh, 2006. Oh, yeah, that, that happens when you watch old school WWE. And that's, I, I really wish I prefer it that way today. That way everything isn't so like hit, 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 hit. Let some shit bleed into each other. Let's figure some mm-hmm. shit out. Make They're it starting to. You know, Triple H is very old school. He prefers I, storytelling. I will say though, um, these matches too goddamn long. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I was talking about it on the live um, uh, a couple days ago. That's why Ronda and Shotzi's match was um, so ended so weirdly. It's because the women's yeah, match went over. Had... Women's match went over for War Games. And mm-hmm. then the ref told them in the middle of their match, Shotzi was supposed to have a big she was supposed to have a big move she did off that top rope, and it was supposed to look like she was supposed to win, and then Shayna was supposed to come out there and cause a distraction, and then they were supposed to move from there. But the ref told Ronda right when she was getting ready to set for the move, hey, y'all got to wrap this up. That's why she rushed Shotzi on the top of that rope and kind of tripped her off, and that's how she got the win. I mean, to be honest with you, <laughs> Ron ain't really been given since she been back. So I wouldn't have gave a fuck about that. That was the match that was being cut. To her credit, she also said that she messed up Shotzi's, um, selling Shotzi's move. And she said she haven't been performing at the best caliber, but she said she's going to try to improve. That's what she said on her live when she was streaming for, I think she was doing some charity stream. Was it just a regular stream for her? Yeah, I think it was yeah. But I if you fun. ask me, regardless of who was in the match, because it was it was Ronda and Shotzi, so none of us were expecting anything really great. But like, I I think the fact that the women's war games match went over and it was still like shorter than the men's, that doesn't I don't like that because I'm like you should have cut time from Finn and AJ. That's what I said. Because <laughs> that's my whole thing is I'm like I understand. Way too way long. Too I'm long. like, you could have given that. You could have given that time to the women's war games match, so they had more time to begin with. Because the thing is, I'm like, I'm I'm all for non-title feuds on pay per view, but the non-title feuds cannot take precedence over the actual like title matches. It's I don't care how great. big the grudge is. The title matches should always be more important and treated with more care. I wouldn't say that, that. grudge wasn't even worth putting on the pay per view. I say it that part too. I forgot who said it, but it was like, it depends on the caliber of the story. Your story is good. You're going to be on the card. I was one of them people. Because I was, if I, because Gunther and Sheamus's match was for the Intercontinental Championship. But it was a smaller belt. And it still was one of the best matches, if not the best match, at Clash of the Castle. Mm-hmm. It, over, it overshadowed everything. Everybody always remembers that match. That was a banger. Well, you know, Shane so it's not like it's not that they don't it's not that they're not giving them the time. The women had enough time to do what they needed to do. They set the tone for the show. So 
while it was short, it seemed short for us, and they still went over their time, it still did what it was supposed to do. It wasn't a bad match, it, but it, it wasn't was as long as the men's match. And to be honest, the men's match didn't give as much as the women's match did. Which is crazy, because we were all thinking it was going to be the opposite. No. Right. The, the men's war game, all like, it was good, but it was more of a story. It's more like it was more the, of a story. Whereas it the focused women, on Sammy. Fight, fight, fight. Women was broad. Right. But they was fighting, though. Like, when it was just Drew and um, Jimmy and Jay and Sammy, and then in there, they was in there fighting. It was, it was a good match. But it just didn't have, it didn't have the same emotion that it had with the girls. The girls' match was a true grudge match. They yeah. had been mm-hmm. fighting for months. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? and the all men, the girls had all the girls had beef with each other too. Yeah, somebody had a beef in there with somebody. Now in the men, that's still true because the brawling Bruce had the issues with the Usos. Mm-hmm. Sheamus got tossed in there. Because he's the leader of the brawling brutes. Drew has old blood with the back with the bloodline. And then you got Kevin, who also got old blood with the bloodline and Sammy Zayn. Everybody had a gripe. But it just didn't play out the way I thought it should have. And I got I feel like if they would have had just an element in there that was a bit more explosive, I don't know. Somebody who had a little bit more um, experience inside war games would have been able to utilize that cage better. Somebody like Gargano. Yeah, um, like damn near the end. He's, yeah, and he's been in almost all of them um, with the exception of a few. So you you put somebody like Gargano in there, it would have, if you would have had him leading the charge, it would have had a better flow in that match. It was something off in that War Games match. I don't know what it was, but the story itself worked out. It was, Towards the end, it was it was good. I was like, okay, now we getting somewhere because I was getting bored and I never get bored in War Games. I feel like because we're used to War, like when War Games started back on NXT, no matter the story, whatever it was, it was always a brawl. It wasn't no, mm-hmm. I got you gotta be for me. It was no bitch on site. When I see you, I'm smacking your shit. Right. Like that's the heat that it was on NXT. When we got to man, put it on the main roster, it wasn't like that. It was like I can't wait till Sunday to beat your ass. Why wait till Sunday? Right. Yeah, like they was fight, they was always fighting before war games. Always. Right. And then and I'm like, like two weeks out, and then here come uh Oh shit. Oh, William Regal. This shit is so fucking disgusting. Oh. William <laughs> oh. War Games. Right, and it just it just gave me that that fire. You was just waiting. Yeah, it was it's a different feel. I feel like now that we're getting back into characters, y'all need to lean back into that aggression. You ain't gotta get crazy. I'm not saying, you know, pull your ass cheeks out every Monday. <laughs> Y'all need to well, get, some right? of the men should let these bitches brawl, and it's also on the other hand of these superstars because some of the women be like, This is my friend, I don't want to bust her let bitch. I'm beating your ass. I mean, I'm, Alexa did right, Alexa would get down, and that's crazy that Alexa would get down and dirty, but some of you other bitches can't. Alexa just 
took the bass and bust her in the back of the head with. I said, bitch. Alexa don't get no fuck. Alexa is there. She's like, if I'm going to sit up here and do this shit, they're going to get their money's worth. She was like, well, you need to be more afraid of me. I was collecting championships before you got here. I've been like, and? What's your point? You also was gone while I was taking all your shit. Now what? Then as soon as she got up, she hit her in the back of the head with that damn face. I said, oh, this bitch ready to fight. I would make that. See, I don't know. I, I don't know if I said it in the live. I forgot where I said it. But I was like, to make shit like crazy, like back then, I make it like a bear in the laugh. See, I miss those kind of matches because well, people really disappeared when they got buried alive. But but and, in this case, it could actually work because Bray is kind of getting Alexa back. So when you bury this bitch, right. Things flash up. I say put everything, put the uh, butterfly on everything. So she's looking around, looking, Bianca looking crazy. Like, what the fuck is going on? And Alexa Bliss hair pop up out the dirt. And then that bitch start running. Bianca be like, I'm gone because this shit is crazy. <laughs> I used to love Buried Alive matches. Those used to be my shit because they was always, they were end all be all. And everybody knew that and once you got buried alive, you was gone for at least a month or two. Mm -hmm. Like, you was not coming back. So, like, when even Undertaker, he lost a couple buried alive matches. And he would leave. He would leave. And then that person would become dominant, be running around, terrorizing people for some months, go through a couple feuds, and then Undertaker would come back and tear their ass apart. I used to love that shit. Yes, yeah, so I feel like it's just it's missing that creativity that it used to have. I don't know if it's because y'all stopped doing crack. I I will buy it. Stop. I will supply. I will supply y'all if that's what y'all need to get back on track to get creative. I will. No, because I think Triple H is more than willing to do the fun stuff. It's just that given where they are and what they're doing, everything is PC. Everything is policed by the internet and by society. So they're gonna be like, oh, you're making fun of people and you're not, we don't do that. And we, and people die every day. It's gonna be something. They're gonna get backlash for it. They always do. And I'm just like- They got backlash when Alexa was doing her little promos when Bray was gone. Talking about she was satanic and how it was not Christian or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I say it like any, like, I will treat it like any other TV show. You don't have to watch, babe. Are you going to say that? If I'm doing a segment that's just like P-Valley and you don't watch P-Valley, are you going to sit there and watch? That's what I'm saying. And my thing is, y'all, they like, oh, well, they market this to kids. I'm like, y'all didn't have an issue when, back in the day, when you you was a kid, and your parents took you to a damn show and Lita and Edge was sitting in the middle of the ring with her titty out. Did your mama complain then? Because y'all was there. It was kids in the audience then. This yeah. bitch whole titty. Goo and gone over fucking Stacey Kabler. Damn mm. right, And those legs up Griffin coming out there. <sighs> I, I was like, y'all, a bitch y'all gotta new- pick y'all battles. Yeah. 
Maybe. I don't know. I say put them all in the barrel and shoot them. Please. I mean, hey. I love cake. And violence. And violence. (laughs) I love that shit. Nyla Rose is ignorant. If her action figure wasn't so ugly that AEW made her with violence. They made her action figure ugly? Yeah, and she has a a weird face in it. Hold on, I'll send it. Because it's like, I saw it and I was like, this doesn't, it looks like, you know when Marvel does like, uh, because you know how Marvel sometimes they do like the super realistic action figures, but then sometimes they do like the really like animated ones? Yeah. That's what Nyla's look like, a really animated figure. Hold on. Like everyone else is like super realistic, super like intense, and then hers is just like, she looks like, you know, Excuse me. Oh, Jesus. An anime character, like someone, like in a cartoon. The, the nail oh, pop- the two on my bed. I have to get it back. Because I, I, yeah. Because I just yeah. recently, like, I bought, like, a bunch of, well, no, I bought, like, hmm, about, like, four action figures. And I, I was looking at AEW ones, too, because their women figures are actually really, like, good. They're better than WWE's, but Nyla's was just ugly. But I got Red Velvet, though. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, I got Red Velvet. I got Chris Statlander. Of course, I got Dewdrop. And then I got Shop. The Dewdrop. I got the rare Dewdrop, too. The one that's, like, supposed to be hard to find because they were having a sale. Normally, she's, like, I think she's normally, like, $19. But this time, she was on a sale for $10.99. I said, don't mind if I do. I hope Pussy gets You hope what? Hope Quincy gets fired. I I was like, you why wanted to get he... John wants him to I... get fired, so Don has an avenue and he can be original. <laughs> I I was trying to figure out why he was going off on that lady like that, and he said he alluded to the fact that she was talking about him being fat, and I was like, okay, but like you. You can't you can't go off like that and then be a public figure in NXT. If you was just on the indies doing your own thing, that's your shit. You could fuck your own shit. But you you represent the company. You can't act like this. Okay. Yeah, so- I was like, I saw that shit and I was like, do you not have friends? Like I understand talking shit about your coworkers because we all do it, but I'm like, do you not have friends that aren't stan accounts? I didn't even see him talk about the coworkers. Because yeah, because apparently he was talking shit about Amari Miller and uh, Cameron, and it yeah, talking about like I think she posted like a tweet or something, and he sent it to that group chat that they were in, and was like, "Oh my god, can she just shut up?" And he was it was through his actual account, and he was like, "Oh, sorry, I forgot, I'm not on my burner." (sighs) And Amari saw it, and she made a post about it. I mean. I'm gonna let y'all know. If I don't like y'all, see y'all face. I mean, facts. Like, I mean, there's no need for you to be fake. You know, yeah, like, and for you to have a burner like... just so you can, so you could be a messy queen is ridiculous. Because let me like... tell you, we may be side and we may be public figures, but if you talking about me, babe, come see me. Well, I know, like, fuck out of here. I heard you bitches looking for me, bitch. Here I go. I just don't understand. You, but I beat bitches up. 
like you finally get to the WWE, you finally get yourself to be able to be somewhat famous. You getting yourself noticed, you're not a not a not notoriety, and you can't even keep your shit together long enough so that you can at least make it to the main roster where you can make the good money. Child, he not even he not even made it on NXT. He just debuted, like, and he's had like a couple matches. He is still Dang. so fresh. And that's it. it. You ain't really put in and it's upsetting because I'm um, like he is now like the third openly gay man that WWE has signed that has turned out to be like some type of controversial because you had Pat Patterson, then you had Jake fucking Atlas, and now Quincy. I'm like mm. you're ruining it for the rest of us. You know how this shit works. Okay, you're fucking up. It's gonna affect everyone else behind you. Agreed. Will not be now they're gonna be like, oh, you know, we we signed this dude, but he was messy, he was this, and then we signed this other dude, and he turned out to be a domestic abuser. And then we all know what Pat Patterson did. Oh god. The only non problematic one is Sonya. They they kept his ass around, so he don't fucking count. The only non problematic ones are Sonya and Darren Young. No, Darren Young. Darren Young was problematic too. Within he was um, he? Yeah, he was complaining. He was saying shit like um, oh, he I got fired that. because he was gay. And I was like, no. You got fired because you were boring. Because you're boring. Boring. Like it had nothing to do with you being gay because when you came out, they still had you wrestling on TV. They even gave you a whole story with Bob Backlund. You were you were fully out there. I'm like, you didn't do nothing. Like you couldn't even. I was like, nobody wanted to watch what you was doing. Like you and Bob Backlund was going up against um, Jack Swagger and that fucking. I don't know what the fuck his name was. That handlebar. Zed something. Uh, yeah, him. It was like Zed something. Yeah, they, y'all was going up against him. Like, y'all wasn't really doing shit. You was a tag champion with Titus O'Neil. Yes, they was tag champions twice, if I recall. Titus carried. It was, uh... Titus not even born. It just dropped the ball. They was primetime players, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking of a line the other day, and it was killing me because I was high as hell. <laughs> I said prime time players more like prime time bitches <laughs> it took me five minutes <laughs> but yeah I finally found the Nyla figure and I sent it in the 2k chat so y'all can see what's going on excuse me okay so what story are um what story are we doing today? We're going to do Kelly Kelly. And the guy escapes me. What's his name? Knox. Mike Knox? Mike Knox. Yeah. Um, CNCM, bitch. I mean, punk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then for reference, I'm going to send the Red Velvet and Jade figures just to see how much better they look in comparison to Nyla's. Oh wow. Um I think it's because they got Nyla's mouth open 
That's just weird. Yeah, uh-huh. it looks like. <laughs> That's disrespectful. Yeah, it's just her mouth be open. Oh, see, wow, there's her very nice. So, oh. what? Okay, what happened? That's what I was saying. I was like, because I wanted to buy Nyla's because I actually like her. But then I saw it. Now this looks like, like her. It looks like her, but I'm like, it's so like, it's just not done well. Yeah. And, and, then, I, don't, and I think her hair was, I don't like the way her hair looks in it either. Cause I'm like, I can just, it, it's not that curly in actuality. Jade's look like hers as well. So like her, yeah. they're okay. They're very accurate when it came to Jade and um, Red Velvet, but no. that, that Nyla one. The mouth is just. Yeah. Why is it open like that? A Joker doll. Yeah. yeah. And of course, they got a ton of Brits. And Brits, well, Brits started off really ugly. But her newer ones are really good. I don't give a fuck about Brit Baker. But if that's what you like, I ain't gonna shit it. <laughs> but I'm excited for the Shakti one. The Shakti one is everything. I know, my headphones. So we have welcome back to Down for the Count. This is a bonus episode. I promised y'all we would finish out doubling back with Don. And hopefully next year he'll be able to do some more episodes. But the infamous duo is back. Rico and Don are here. And we're gonna do doubling back with Don. We're gonna cover um two storylines that kind of bleed into one. So it's a love triangle between Kelly Kelly, Mike Knox and CM Punk, and then we're going to cover the ECW championship during that time, which was Rob Van Dam and the Big Show. They had a feud. So Donnie's going to take it from here, and then, you know, the drill, me and Rico are going to add our color commentary. So proceed. Hello, hello, hello. Yes. Um, Honor of our... 17 time Intercontinental Championship women, you know, legend. Oh my God. Kelly. <laughs> holla, holla, holla. And all my girls Ms. in the Barbara. club. Say who. Because you know just how. You know, that's just what we do. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> okay. So here we are. I want to say 2006 on a hot summer day in July. Oh my God, you look like July 4th. <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> but she said, you look like of July. Makes you want a hot dog real bad. That lady. <laughs> Why'd you do that once so well? I don't know. It just came out. <laughs> you channeled you. you. You channeled her in that moment. Yes. I can't. Her spirit temporarily left her body for a quick second. Legends link up between, you know, atmospheres. So <laughs> got, okay, the astral plane be popping. Period. I'm at the channel Kelly Kelly and some moves. Lord. <laughs> when, you, when you do the Kelly go round. When she should be channeling something, when she be getting them tans, child, she be... She'd be right there. Brown skin girl. On the cuff. Just like coral. 
<laughs> she was deleting the comments. That was like <laughs> real like, golden brown, ma'am. Girl, she's not even golden. She 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 brown. Not even golden no more. Yeah. She she way past golden. So here we are getting the debut of Miss Kelly Kelly. And she is damn near butt ass naked. Per the usual. Strip <laughs> teasing. Y'all been y'all been getting teased for I don't know how long I was getting teased for, but it was like, you know, she said, like, Hey y'all, I'm Kelly Kelly, and I'd be debut tonight for a strip show. I'm like, oh, this is the expose. Mm-hmm. Kelly yeah. Kelly's thing at that time was she was a um an exhibitionist. Yeah. She liked she liked for people to watch, if that makes sense. Man interpret that how you please, but that's what they said. Man, it was still known. So that's that- why Don likes her so much. <laughs> they are kindred spirits. I, I wasn't watching that this time. <laughs> However, nothing was, and um, growing up, I started watching around 2009. So this is a few mm-hmm. was in. Started watching, and my cousin was like, "Kelly, Kelly's my girl." I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so Kelly, Kelly, he's like, "Kelly, Kelly is that bitch." I was like, "Oh." So I'm watching. I'm like, "Okay, well, Kelly, Kelly, I said, this is cute song. She's real cute, like Barbie." And she get in the ring. I said, oh, that's it. <laughs> hmm. So then, as I'm watching this back, I said, oh, this is why Kelly Kelly was your girl. Mm-hmm. Bitch was having it, was down there butt naked every week. So she getting into it. She's shaking her little ass cheeks, whatever rhythm that she thought she had, or she was trying to channel at that moment. She, okay. she grasped it. She was like, you tried. But she didn't fully hold it. She <laughs> had it. I'm saying the girl wasn't doing her thing, but she just wasn't doing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. She clutched it gingerly. Yeah. Firm, but I was like firmly grasping and she just wasn't getting it. Nope. <laughs> it's like when you know when you like fold up like something gross and you pinch it with your two fingers. <laughs> no, that's like this. <laughs> this right here. Well, she was up there. She was doing it. She was about to take a little bra off and here come Mike Knox. Was it Mike Knox? Yeah. Mike Knox with the towel. He said, hold on. What the hell? To be fair, not to cut Don off, but to be fair, you have to remember this was during a time where uh, salaciousness and exploitation was the norm in WWE, and they had a lot of abusive girlfriend, husband-type storylines in the WWE. That happened a lot. It happened between Jeff Jarrett and Deborah. It happened between Deborah and Deborah? Boston. Oh boy, yeah. that was her <laughs> name. It happened between Stone Cold Steve Austin and Deborah. Um, it oh, happened too. with. It definitely happened with Lita and Kane and their storyline, which that shit. 
as an adult, when you go back and watch it, you're going to be like, hell no. But we were kids watching that shit. Like he stalked her, got her pregnant, got ready to marry her, that she lost her baby. And then in the midst of all of that, Trish was also being the biggest bitch that she could be to Lita. It, it, it was a mess. So whenever Don decided to come back and do it, he should start there <laughs> with that story. Because that storyline is two storylines in one. You got Kane stalking Lita, and then you have Trish and Lita still battling it out while she's still dealing with the shit with Kane. It just was wow. never ended. Horror is a like double yoke. It was like a double yoke egg. Yeah, but it was the like we like he said prior, like that was kind of the norm for them to have crossover episodes where somebody would be in one storyline, but they also would be involved in another story. So it they kind of melded like at least two, sometimes three storylines would meld together so that they either one would come to oh, an okay. end or they had more time to make things work. But I just, not to go off on a tangent, but that was kind of the norm. So before a lot of y'all lose your shit, and be like, oh, this is this is misogynistic. That was the point. The point mm. of it was to be misogynistic. Okay. okay. We in for one. Let me let me pour me a glass of my goblet real quick. Because right. you're gonna because you're gonna freak out if you're watching if you go back and watch it, you're gonna be like WWE was station and this shit. Yes, look who their boss was. And y'all go, I'll explain, I'll further explain it when we get to the two cents, y'all. Two so cents. continue. So, Mike comes okay, and then she like, don't worry, y'all. I'm going to be back next week. And y'all go, <laughs> okay. Now she going to be back next week. <laughs> but basically, I backstage, and Mike was like, what the hell is you doing? She was like, you know, I'm an exhibitionist. You already knew this. <laughs> like, why are you surprised? He was like, you're very pretty. You're very beautiful. Like, just, like, keep your clothes on, which I was kind of understanding Mike Knox in the beginning because it was like, right. yeah, we're together. Keep your shit on. What are you doing? Understandable. And it's not like you're getting paid for this. You just want to show it off. What's right. Going? Right. Her and the girl used just like to hang out in the open. Yeah, but she was, she was, she was doing the most. I kind of, like, like Don said, I kind of was on his side at first and in the first like say first two months first two three months he was understanding right he was like okay this bitch is really wild and out so, but she was she was she was she was she was here for all of it all the attention the screaming she was living honey she was in it now mind y'all it was very much known that kelly kelly miss barbara was 19 that was not it that was not like off the table. She said it. She told it to CM Punk. She was like, you know, it's a poker game going on on Halloween night. And, you know, can't get in for real because I'm only 19. So I need somebody to like kind of help me get in. And you know. So they touched on the fact that she was 19. They knew. Yet this- another element. Yeah. <laughs> So she's coming back next week. 
in this kind of satin robe, y'all know it's real sexy. Um, and I want to say, like, y'all remember the big old belt buckles that people used to wear to the club in their business casual clothes? Yes. <laughs> and that across the press. Stop. Yeah, that was across her boobs. So she came out there and she undid it. And I was like, oh. I said, yeah, a little uh, eight-year-old me would have been hot for this. <laughs> this is shit. I said, oh, Jesus Christ. This was on TV? Yes, ECW <laughs> was, was giving you everything they could not give you on might... uh, Raw and SmackDown. What was that on? They was giving you everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, I believe ECW played on sci-fi. So of course, it was either sci-fi or they moved um, year later on. It was. I want to say it was sci-fi, but it could have been the um the channel. Oh my god, what was the name of the channel that was that was that was like made for dudes? It was like Spike. Yeah. Um, it was, I think it was on Spike. Mm. Or G4. Or was that? No, it was Spike. It was Spike <laughs> because um they used to have the the um the man show came on on that channel and they had like they used to have the really obscure award shows, like the horror show award shows came on on that channel. The Spike Awards had their own awards channel, they gave out awards with um antlers they were antlers was the shape of their awards i kid you not that sounds like a very <laughs> creative dildo so they i think they were on spike or sci-fi i want to say it was spike because that was before impact was on spike if i recall i could be wrong i could be wrong I don't know, but later in this year, later that year, they did announce that they was on sci-fi and they was traveling and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, ECW was on the come up. Okay. They was, they was trying, baby. Was... <laughs> so she... They did not succeed, but they sure tried. No. Yeah. It's very much clear, and I, I will let y'all know why I'm two cents in. She was about to undo this belt buckle and then Mike Knox came out there, pulled her rolled up like, girl, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> so, so he getting her together. He telling her to go. She like, nah, like, like, nigga, like, you messed up my debut. Like, I'm trying to re-debut you. Now you're doing the same thing. Like, get, get on somewhere. Move, 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 move. So I want to say, I don't want to say Sam, man. But I'm going to say Sandman. Sandman came out there with the kendo stick and bopped Mike Knox up the head. <laughs> I get the fuck on. People were trying to see a show. And he fell out. They trying to see some titties. <laughs> but I think that may have been like, I think, I want to say that was the show she was doing with Candace Michelle, the robot. Yeah. Oh God! Um, yeah, they had a whole squad with the exhibitionists, right? That was extreme. oh yeah, extreme expose. But that had that was had, Kelly, Layla, and Brooke. 
they hadn't started yet, right? Yeah, that was under Miz. Mm-hmm. Which I did come across that when I started watching. I was like, hmm. Now, I wonder if Miz got down with one of them before he started. <laughs> well, it would have to be Brooke because nobody said anything. Oh. And I could see Brooke being that kind of goal. Wow. She 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 Rihanna'd him. He's and he's Drake in the situation. Like Stop. Kelly Kelly was young and Miz is a little bit over her. She was like, mm, no, you're a little bit too old. You know, that might play out on TV, but I don't get down like that for real. <laughs> she was had she was had a whole relationship with Tess. Like, I know what? Tess was older than fucking Miz at that time. Oh, this is interesting. That oh, is sorry, a- I forgot I wasn't on mute. Hold on. Hold on a second. Uh, you had Layla. Layla was about a bag, baby, okay? Layla came in and did what she had to do and left. Put some respect on Layla's career. Oh, Tess was was with Stacey Keebler. I did not know that. Hmm, Yeah. Kelly Kelly was with Tess in 2007. Now, let's do a little math. You're born in 1975. Was 20. And he was... He was 32. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, she, I wonder, was she getting to the money? Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, yeah. Miz was younger than that. Miz, Miz was... Miz maybe. was much younger than that. So... Like, mm, let me see. You said that was 07. Yeah, and Miz. What is, year was the Miz born? I think he just turned forty. So let's say eighty-two or eighty-three. Nineteen eighty. The Miz. He was twenty-seven, so he was a few years shy of um of test, but he looked much younger than that. Then. I thought he was much younger than that. Nothing. Oh shit, I got time. Okay. Period. Mm-hmm. Hurry on the grande. But if you look at Layla and what she didn't did, she was she was trying to get to the money. She was focusing on getting to the bag. And Brooke is the only girl that ain't there. That's the, you know, that's been on the hush hush. So she may have slept with the Miz. <laughs> Allegedly because we don't know that to be true. That's and I'm that. not trying to have nobody being on no bullshit. Because we will pull up on the hoe. <laughs> we don't know what happened. That's just speculation. It ain't no rumor. We just okay. talking. Don't that start don't, no shit. I don't mean shit beyond this recording. Right. <laughs> so we get into it, and then at the same time, we have, you know, CM Punk about to debut. So when he debuts, Kelly Kelly up to him like, you know what? I think you're kind of cool. 
I like what you did, Irene. Um, maybe I could show you something sometime. And then Mike Knox came in. He's like, "Girl, what the hell is you doing? Get your ass on." Oh, Offering some goods and services. Whore! <laughs> You're a whore! <laughs> I was like, oh my what's god. That, what's, that, what's that phrase? Um, use a whore. Oh! Yeah. I was like, okay, this is some wild shit. And then, <laughs> look at CM Punk. He, he basically was like, girl, hey, that's my bitch. That's and CM Punk was like, I wasn't even trying to talk to the girl. She talked she talking to me. In she, fairness, that's true. That is exactly she, she stepped to him. He was mad at his bit. He was exercising his stretcher. She cut to him like, hmm, I'm trying to step. Like, I like what I see. No, you like, see what? a nigga like me. <laughs> that was the first time CM Punk was put in that position as well. Mm, well, it wasn't the last. Okay. Um, <laughs> so then that goes by. So she does about a let's say two more exposés, and then that stops. Now out there at ringside with her man's, um, little to no clothing, mm-hmm. bra, bikini bottom, and a mini skirt. Yep. A mini mini skirt, like okay. barely there mini skirt, like barely the the mid ass mini skirt, like a, like a leg moving your whole ass out mini skirt. Mm-hmm. And some heels. Yes. She was killing y'all. She was. It was uh, very she- much two thousand and six. Okay. She was giving very much uh, Sims 2 club outfit. Okay. Um, he's out there right saying down there every week after that she is getting her ass beat. I'm talking kendo sticks. Yeah. her. She getting punched. I'm like damn this bitch is taking bumps. And my, but Mike would be putting her in the positions to get it. Like, yeah, that is true. He would have her come out there and he would purposely humiliate her and she would comply. It was very, very abusive. No, it very was. Very abusive. It was one scene, y'all. Or she was, I think she was, I think I want to say it was a tag match that she had got herself into with Tori and some other people. Um, she was on, because she hadn't taken her stuff off yet because Tori jumped her. Mm-hmm. So, wow, that was touch and go. But <laughs> at ringside, on the ring post, like kind of strip teasing at the crowd, and he looked at her and she stopped. <laughs> She froze. She, she froze. froze. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. I said, damn, he was what are you doing? What's wrong with you? So moments after that, he was using her as a shield. This is where mm-hmm. it started crazy. Yep. As a shield as a tool. 
he wouldn't get hit. He would see these hits coming and she would get hit. Yep. And don't stick to the head. Yeah. It was one unnecessary time where she was getting whooped on TV. Um, <clears throat> that was a little crazy. Hmm. A little weird because Tommy Dreamer was doing it. Um, you know, that makes a lot of fucking sense. It does now in hindsight. It really do. There, I think it was Mike Knox and Tess going against Tommy Dreamer. It was probably Sandman or something Kennedy or some shit like that. Mr. Kennedy? Mr. Kennedy? There you go. Jesus, y'all. Y'all know I was not watching this shit for real. It took a <laughs> while. <laughs> I remember him from, from the video games. I love Mr. Kennedy. I, I was his... so mad when he left. Mr. Kennedy. Kennedy. <laughs> I remember him being real burnt orange. <laughs> yeah. He was real orange. Mm-hmm. He was like uh anti-Christian. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Satanic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, y'all. I'm kidding. I don't know that man. Um, <laughs> I do. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Could you imagine if I would find actually him, Mr. Kennedy? I know him. That would be such a deep cut. Yeah, oh yeah, I knew him. I went to church with him one time. Oh hell no, <laughs> hell. <laughs> he he gives mega church person. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I guess. <laughs> I be at work whenever Joe Osteen come on the TV. I turn it off. <laughs> nah, cause fuck him. Did, okay. Yeah, didn't he get a? Is didn't he? Didn't his church commit like tax evasion or something? Or like yeah. they like found like sixty thousand dollars that he owes to some to the IRS or something. Probably. I mean, I'm mad at him for how he treated them people when his church was there and it wasn't getting flooded out, but he wasn't letting people in the church. Then when people oh, were yeah, calling him out on his shit, he was like, Well, I was I was doing what I had to. Y'all don't know what we was up against. I'm like, you wasn't even down there. You and your family was somewhere up here in the state, up, up in up north, while everybody else was suffering. So we don't want to hear that shit. He wants to. We are it. a Joel Osteen hate account. <laughs> because it, I'm, it, I'm gonna put that in that that Instagram, um, the little notes that you can put on Instagram now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that there. I can't. I am a Joel Osteen. Mega he is really typing it out. Like, why would you ask? Run for Senate. Then get hmm. mad. Don't get it. Don't nobody- <laughs> people. Wait, actually, I'm gonna change it. Hold on, I'm gonna say, um, all my homies hate old Joe Olstein. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You're going to hail Joe Olstein. I'm not. I'm gonna put that too. I am not the person that makes all the, you know, the decision maker, but you are dead ass wrong for using Jesus to get to the money. And everybody, every other pastor who does it out there, y'all wrong too. <clears throat> to hell. What, what, like, like, uh, what's her, what's her husband's name? Like Fanny Raybaker's husband? Hmm? Y'all remember Fanny Raybaker? 
No. Oh. Carry on then. Never mind. <laughs> Please get yourself together. <laughs> oh my God. We've gotten so sidetracked. We did. We did. So we get past that. Oh, what happened? Okay. We get past that. And we are now entering where Kelly Kelly is starting to make advances at CM Punk. So here we are. All throughout October, they were doing weird things like Halloween strip poker, um, strip matches, not strip matches, like strip shows, and a Halloween costume contest. It was Ariel, y'all know the vampire lady. She came out there, they were like, um, you don't have on a costume. She was like, I dress like this every day. Not scared. She lives at Spirit Halloween. She said, this is me, and I am this. Get it together. She is me, and I am her. Period. And I want to say it was another girl there. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I don't remember her name. Um, She was... Kind of slender. I don't want to say tall. Tall-ish. Slender. Um, always half-naked with the FBI. Maybe Tiffany could know, but I don't know where she went. She's hiding from us, y'all. She left us. And dry. Um, I don't remember her name, but she had on, you know, a black bottoms with some knee-high heels and caution tape that she proceeded to wear for like about another month for some odd fucking reason. I'm really confused on why. Um, around her breast. Her tittles. Mm-hmm. Her TTs. Yeah. It was real weird. You know, seeing her come out week after week like that. But I was like, when you gonna give that tape a rest? You ain't ran out, you're gonna just use all the tape, huh? So you said mm-hmm. I might I got it. Yep, she said I'm gonna get my money's worth out of this one. Literally. I was like, you not tired. And Kelly Kelly. We had Kelly Kelly undo her little robe. And she is dressed like no other than CM Punk. And they're like, oh, this is a little awkward. We have uh, Kelly Kelly dressed as CM Punk. Um, She's still, at this time, is still dating Mike Knox. And he was like, like, what the hell is wrong with you? Why would you dress like that? She was like, I just thought it was a cool costume. I just think he's cool. CM Punk is a cool dude. We see how that turned out. Not so well. Very much not a cool dude. Well, we also saw how Kelly Kelly turned out. Very well done. That girl. 
Not very well done. I was done. making a steak joke, but okay. Not very well done. <laughs> She's like, when you put the toaster on, like, between two and three. <laughs> That's Barbara, y'all. Give her a Real couple. Burnt. Might be both. <laughs> She's as what Kenny would call quispy or quispy. Please. I'm not stable enough for that kind of joke right now. <laughs> then we move into I want to say Mike and Punk fighting over Kelly Kelly for some reason. Yeah. They the did. Girlies were fighting. Yeah, they were they were fighting over Kelly Kelly. Um that girl you was talking about with the car she take, yeah. her name is her name is Trinity. There you because I was like, that's very odd that your name is Trinity, but y'all always be the ones. Yeah, she always wore some type of mesh net. But was I top? It was like fishnet, big fishnet. And she used to wear the caution tape around her her nips and her boobs. Now, so. was I lying about her wearing that caution tape after that costume reveal? No, well, that was her gear. That was about another. <laughs> I was like, "Girl, get it together." That was her gear. She she un she unraveled that bitch to look couldn't unravel no more, y'all. She emptied that bitch out. I'm gonna keep using this caution tape because I bought it. That's what it was. That getting. was her. That was her gear. I found him. That was terrible. However, I might be doing a rendition of Lady Gaga's caution tape costume in telephone. Oh my god! So, be on the lookout for that sometime soon, y'all. <laughs> Rico, have you seen it? No, I haven't. Okay, I found a link to it, so you can see it. Sure. The caution tape gear. Oh yeah, this it's got the whole segment. So, oh lord, prepare yourself. <laughs> yes, it's All right, I'm, I'm gonna mute myself. Y'all carry on. And the lady that uh, Rico was talking about was Tammy Faye Baker. She was a televangelist on television for a very long time. Um, her name is Tammy Faye. Why do they call her Fanny Ray? <laughs> <laughs> her name is Tammy Faye Maker. And I used to know who she was because she used to wear copious amounts of mascara to the point where her eyelashes looked like spider legs. Yeah. It was black and she would wear her lips lined in like, it, she would line her lips and wear this really bright pink lipstick. And her and her husband would be doing a televangelist TV show every week. They got a whole movie Aren't about Aren't they her, also in actually. jail? Tammy Faye Baker is dead. Oh. She's dead. <clears throat> Sorry to Tammy yeah. Ray Baker. Jesus. A lot going on right now. Good for her. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <Listen. laughs> Love that for you, Tammy Ray. Carry on, girl. <laughs> I'd be like, ooh, if my grandma was alive today, she'd be probably losing her mask because this is some crazy shit going on. 
wild out here in these streets. Especially in the religious ones. I don't want nobody fucking with me in these streets. Okay. Go ahead, Don, because he going to say the whole song if you <laughs> let him. So... They get to fighting over Kelly Kelly. I don't know what the fuck was they was fighting for. I guess her freedom. Yeah, that that was the gist of it. Um, Mike not kept using her, and CM Punk came out there and saved her a couple of times. And I think that's kind of what led to her obsession with him. Um, because it, it was like a borderline obsession. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he he came out there and saved her a couple of times, and it led to them having a match, and it was for her. It was for her. It was over her. Like she was the prize. It was it was extremely misogynistic. Which CM Punk ended up winning, and that was kind of the closing into the feud. That's yeah, pretty- and then and then she would come out there with him, but then yeah. that stopped and. I don't, I don't know. I guess they, they stopped fucking. I don't know. Yes, child. That I did. I don't know. It, it was very dead in. <laughs> they it didn't. Is. It was more so to like, like but it didn't. Yeah, it was to elevate him. And then I think after that, Mike Knox got fired. So Mike Knox was no longer working with the E. After that, CM Punk got kind of pushed up. And he eventually became ECW champion later on down the line, if, hmm. if I recall. Because he thought. I, I want to say, yeah, he did. I wonder if it's because he thought Mike Knox was better than him. <laughs> I have no clue. But we should. But... We can only speculate. Okay. I'm leaning towards yes. Um, now let's get into the ECW championship. At the time, I want to say I started watching, I want to say it was Rob Van Dam. Um, and for some reason, Paul Heyman did not fuck with Rob Van Dam. For some odd reason, nobody knows why. He just ended up, he was like, today, I'm going to say, fuck Rob Van Dam. Don't want him as my champion. So, he's the. It was one of them kind of feuds where he just, I want to be champion. He gets the fuck out of my way. Yeah. It was. Okay. Um, Fair. <laughs> so, it's like every, every other week, Rob Van Dam has the championship match and he is it's an extreme match. Mind y'all, damn near every match on ECW was extreme. Very much so. It was very crazy on ECW. But they said that that was tame for ECW and I was like tame? What? They was like, that is not what the way ECW was. Like ECW was was uh absolutely bonkers when it was its own um promotion that mm. was tame what we saw with wwe i was like get the fuck out of here please was like nope that's that's some crazy shit 
Um, oh, Jesus, that was in the gatherings. Um, then Rob Van Dam hits this wall, and this wall happens to be no other than Paul Wright, the big. Uh-huh. Show. And the big show comes down and takes this ECW championship from Rob Van Dam. I want to say it's because it was an open challenge at SummerSlam, which I ended Mm -hmm. up that was just too much. (laughs) Too much. Too much. Yeah. They left, came back, big show was I said, oh that's interesting. And that's when I started kind of watching because that was interesting. I wasn't really Rob Van Dam was cool, but he wasn't like my kind of guy for real. Mm-hmm. He, the matches, though, I will say that. Mm-hmm. And Paul Heyman stood behind Big Show, like 10 toes down, 100%. Like the of way he, he was around for He just that Well, Paul had to stand up for Paul. Paul. But, uh, and, um, kind of like SWAT, if you will. These men had electric shields. Um, they were dressed in full gear, helmet, helmets, batons. So he carried around at least two of them. Um, sometimes he'd have a whole army surrounding the ring. It really depends on how you feel, what day. Uh All right, ladies and gents, I'm just popping in here really quickly to let you guys know that you can follow us on all our social medias. That's right. We are available on your Instagram and, of course, on your Twitter. Make sure you look us up at Down for the Count 19 on Twitter and at D4TC underscore podcast on Instagram. All right. Now, if you're looking for Donnie, Donnie has two socials that I believe you should follow. It's at Chicago to you for his catering business. And you can find him at really Don underscore on Instagram. You can also find Rico at EH underscore. So what on Instagram, both these guys are very good, close friends to us ladies here at the podcast. And they have come through in the clutch for some good times. So shout out to them for being there for us and helping us throughout the year, especially when things are hard and the girls have to work, kids, life, and they have the time to be able to help me get the podcast up for you guys. So if you really appreciate them, shout them out and follow them on Instagram, like I said, and be able to support. And I will see you guys back in the podcast. I just wanted to give you guys that little bit of tidbit. All right. Y'all hope y'all enjoying double back, doubling back with Don and two cents. This is a good one. He actually did really good on this one. I'm very proud of Madani. All right. So I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the show. And I'll see you guys in there. Ooh, excuse me. How kind of call? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love the call, but that child can burge, honey. She can burge. But can she burp on command? Probably so. Give her time. It'll come. She can't help it, though. I'm just teasing. Um, 
Yeah, so Big Show had the championship for quite a few months. Um, he was given challengers, they all lost because, of course, it's the Big Show. Right. I'm the big bad dog. I'm the Big Show. I'm big. I'm strong. I'm unbeatable. Like, what are you gonna do? Right. And I want to say Rob Van Dan is still kind of old. A championship match, so he gets one, but then he loses due to Paul Heyman. And somebody to interrupt the match. Oh my god. So he then has to fight for another one. And it's very reminiscent of Kofi Kingston's fight to get the championship. Oh. He you was like prove you worthy, you're not a you're not a fighting check. No. Yeah. He was like, you're going to do a... He's like, you want this championship match so bad, you're going to do a triple threat ladder match. So it was, I'm going to beat you down as much as I can, and even if you win, you'll be softened up enough for a big show to just squash you. Yep. Got it. He would put... He's like, you got to go beat this person, you'll get a match. I would do that shit as a heel champ. (laughs) Do this, do this, do this. And meanwhile, Big Show is just running them up. Big Show ain't got shit to do with this. He just walking around, beating motherfuckers up, tossing them around. I was just like, Big Show was actually dominant. If they yes, he used, was. Would have been. He was at one point. Even when he had his hair, when the hair was. <laughs> when it was luxurious. He was I was Paul White. <laughs> I wasn't big show yet. I wasn't there yet. Paul. <laughs> Just a mess. And um, that fuck ass ponytail. Oh God. Uh, but that that we play but that uh big show was uh he was, was on he was in there. He was on yeah. there. I forgot who it was that was in the bathroom. He was like, hey, you call yourself the big show? <laughs> and he beat the fuck out of them in the bathroom. I was <laughs> Big Show was with the shit for real. Okay. Um, so Big Show running but did around. Did they wash their hands? There was no hand washing. It was early, like early 2000s, so that was not really enforced for real. People was <laughs> That's when they all got fucking chicken pox and swine flu. Please. At the stores in the deli department weren't even washing their damn hands, okay? That's how people was before, like, before the swine flu broke out, people was not caring about people washing their hands, and it's so sad to say. He is a mess. That's so sad to say, but people did not give a fuck before. they was, When the flu broke out, they was like, oh, we gotta wash our hands. Because that shit is crazy. Always wash your hands. We, they was like, did you know you could spread E. coli? Yes, because you're not washing your hands after you use the restroom. You're disgusting. Dirty whores. Yes. Now we got yeah. fucking COVID. I don't know. Well, that, was, know. Not, that, was not even, that was their fault. They made it. They shouldn't have made it. We wouldn't, <laughs> we wouldn't have it if they didn't make it. Like we in the pandemic, but we not. He's still probably, there. 
Like, I'm still following COVID regulations. Me too. Mass, six feet apart, five people at a time. But hey, I caught it twice. I'm still here, y'all. He survived. I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. I can't wait here. I'm everyone. Yes. Um. So he finally Who's gets messing with me. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let him talk, stupid self. Please, that's my favorite video. I can't with him. Jesus, I'm gonna have to. This is why y'all can't have me on the podcast. <laughs> um. Oh Jesus. He gets to fight Big Show and he loses about four, about three times. Okay, y'all. And it's very sad. Um, one time Big Show just like he beat him fair and square. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. One time he was cheated, another time he just was like he just couldn't make it. So then that led to an elimination chamber match, which I have I didn't watch that because um, it was ECW a December to remember. December Those... to remember. Yeah, this the that. Um <laughs> okay. Now you took my damn saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching it for the very <laughs> simple fact that um the matches were too damn long. Well, he got a point. I had watched a match, striker match. That match was like 15 minutes. Why striker does he... used to get on my fucking nerves? He did. I it was... hated striker. You know, um, he had his face on his ass. I really hated him. <laughs> <laughs> I despised him. I'm a, I'm gonna do a promo one day dedicated to my striker. He had a blockhead like the Minecraft characters. He did. So Very, his head still shaped like that. His head still shaped like that. He do um commentary for impact. He still looked like that. That's, what oh, that's so unfortunate. He always looked like he tanned way too fucking long. He still in the do the tanning bed. Mm-hmm. That's embarrassing. He just, he 20, just it's 2023. Get it together. I remember when they did the story for him. He was like, yeah, I used to be a teacher. I'm like, you was teaching people? <laughs> okay. That's, That's why our tutor's fucked up now. I'm going to always be a teacher. I'm like, you? Right. That says a lot about the small town you grew up I was in. like, what the fuck was you teaching, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> they asked him, and I think he said English. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> This motherfucker here. Lord have mercy. I poach your ass. <laughs> um, yeah, it was my match striker and some random dude. They had like a 15 minute match. I was like, I don't even know who the fuck this is. <laughs> I don't know if I had no <laughs> I said, I know who match striker is, but I don't know who this other dude is. Who is this to be having a 15 minute match? Was it Evan Bourne? No, it was some big hairy nigga. Oof, it wasn't a nigga, but it was a big. Hairy was it A Train? 
Told you. Because A-Train was over there, too. He was another one that had, like, a really weird misogynistic character. What was I it? hated him because he always sweated. He would just be sweaty and his chest was hairy and he had a lot of piercings. December. He just looked like he'd be, he looked like he used to sneak in the women's locker room and sniff panties. And I'm like, mm-mm. That's, that's a little, that's very specific. When it, okay. <laughs> when you see a picture, you're going to be like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking. Oh. Yes. Okay. I did watch. Let me let's run through this this little thing real quick. So it was a tag match. Jeff and Matt Hardy came back. I mean, the bitch Hardy. <laughs> bless you. Is that what that was? Bless you, baby. Yeah. Oh, bless you. The James Brown Arena in Augusta, Georgia. They got an arena in Augusta. Name it don't James. exist no more. No, I was just shaking my head. <laughs> Damn! I'm like, what the? It heck? doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Um, okay. here's an interesting known thing. Um, on ECW, there was a dude called Rene Dupree. Yep. <laughs> that yep. used to be jiggling. Mr. Frenchman. Jiggling, jiggling, man. Yeah, he. <laughs> thing was thinking. Um, it was not given maximum male models, but it very much could have. Yeah, that, his ass was bigger than theirs. It very much was. I, I, would, I, would, <laughs> I don't know if you're getting the black dudes, but it was definitely big. Yeah. Was um, hey, I'll see you. Balls Mahoney was his name. Oh, that's why you said he looked weird. Yeah, I was like, who? I didn't know who yeah. that was. Um, okay. He, he wasn't meant to be known. He was an ECW original. So mm. you wouldn't have known who he was. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, he was a, check the group chat. He was an ECW original. That's why you didn't know who he was. A-Train. Uh, yeah, no. Oh my God. It, they should bring him back for the cousin fuckers on NXT. Absolutely not. Yeah, let's leave him where he's. Um, no, he thank fit you. right in. I don't think he would. He actually looked like them dude. A train looked like them dudes. Marjorie. Um, he looked like the dudes that be um, on that website. Rico. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he looked like. The butt plug website. Yep. Yep. Oh my god. Just getting all types of things and all types of orifices. Deadass, look at him. John, check the group chat. Tell me he don't look like he sniffed paints. I saw it. He does. I'm telling you. Oh wait, that isn't that Matt Bloom? That's him. Yeah, that's Matt Striker. I mean not that Matt Striker. <laughs> Matt Bloom. <laughs> that's him. His name was A Train. In the WWE, he was a wrestler. They talking about him yesterday. He the one who busted Mandy Rose. Petty bitch. He probably wanted to fuck. He was he was a narc. (laughs) Probably she was like, "Oh man, leaving." (laughs) Putting up with that big fat greasy motherfucker every day. Not he greasy. Yeah, didn't y'all say that? Like, I think Nicole said that. Like, um. 
there's been like rumors that he he's a creep yeah but it seemed like they heard they heard rumors of mandy rose and i'm just speculating so y'all can't quote me but it seemed like they heard rumors of her you know quote unquote fan time account and matt i mean matt bloom i think is a part of talent relations so he probably was tasked to get a subscription under a pseudo name and look and see what she was doing. So I know he was happy getting that assignment. Yeah, but he probably saw some shit he didn't want to see. Mm-hmm. Cause I know it's more than Mandy on there. Mm-hmm. But I ain't go, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. I think we all saw more shit that we wanted to see. Yeah, I haven't I, seen any of the content that she had. I never came across a picture. Girl. I never I, saw anything. What, I didn't see anything either, but from what people were describing, I'll tell you. There was one. some roast beef on the bad? timeline on Twitter that day. <laughs> there was some roast beef on the timeline. No! The one thing that I saw was her twerking in the G string, which was hilarious, if you ask me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, from what I from what I, I heard, she was she was given direct access to 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 the omelets. Wow. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Finish it so he can get to his two cents because this is fucking ridiculous. Um, I feel y'all in you know, on who wins that elimination chamber match that was set. Bobby up. Lashley. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> I suspected now, y'all. Before we got to there, this is the week of they. they I want to say they were in Norwich, England. They were somewhere in the UK. Mm-hmm. But you know, Big Show was out there talking his shit. Cause I'm the big bad, you know, big bad wolf. I'm the champion. Woo woo woo. And Bobby Lashley ass came out there and rushed his ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> big Show was on the ground like, what the fuck didn't just happen? Because I think that that either that year or the year after uh, Undertaker won the Royal Rumble. John Cena was champ of his show. I don't, I want to say it was Batista or Randy that was champion of SmackDown. And he was champion in ECW. And Big Dude Ball. I think that Undertaker ended up choosing whoever was SmackDown's champion at the time. That makes sense. That could be how Batista lost his belt. Mm-hmm. I think it was Batista because he was he was a part of the streak too. Yeah. So I think it was Batista. John was supposed to be the guy. They were supposed to make it John, but John, because they were going to have John Cena end it. And John Cena said no. He didn't want to be the one to end the streak. So they went on ahead and went with Batista. They decided they, decided they was going to keep the streak going. I know for a fact that Undertaker was like, let um, CM Punk do it. He can end the streak. Because shortly after that, Punk became champion. And they, he was like, give him the, give him the, um, the heat. He would, he would love it. That would put him at the top of the mount. Vince said no. Absolutely not. You shouldn't have stuck to his word. 
I don't know, because when he was champion the first few times, you wouldn't have known he was a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, this is a weird motherfucker. I mean, I wouldn't have had a problem with him ending the streak. I mean, they got Lesnar to do it, and he's just as shitty, so. He not that shitty. Eh. Brock Lesnar know what he can do and what he's worth. Brock Lesnar also is a brat. I mean, with all the shit I could do and what I'm worth and what I've, how I've been treated, I'd be a brat too. Nah. Nah, you selfish. He's selfish as hell. Y'all ask me selfish too, but he's very selfish. Yeah, I'm not selfish. I wouldn't hold a title hostage like that. If I'm not going to be here. If I'm gonna pop up for the big three, I'll probably I'll probably win and come back for a couple months. I'm like, all right, I'm about to drop it. I'm the wall. Um, but I'm not gonna bored. <laughs> That's better. what the fuck he doing? Shit. He <laughs> bored. I'm not gonna show up to work today. Why? <laughs> Would you do something? Babes, I don't know. He the one who threw a whole fit when he found out Vince McMahon was fired. He did. Threw a he, whole fit. I don't know <laughs> how Brock could put up being champ for so long. Because apparently that schedule is rough. Brock Lesnar didn't have the schedule. Brock wasn't oh. doing No. He came back in 20, was it 2013? Mm-hmm. And he dominated came- for like five years. Yeah. He was <laughs> not... Brock was given the red carpet his entire second go-round in the E. He did not have to adhere to the same rules as everybody else. He only had to show up to a couple shows from Monday um, Night Raw at a year. He did not have to be there. He was only wrestling on the big four. He never wrestled on any of the smaller pay-per-views unless it really, really meant something to him. Like, he did whatever he wanted to do. And Vince let him. And he made so much money to the point where he didn't have to, like, he, he, didn't, he didn't have to get the travel pay because he, had enough, he was getting enough money in his pay, base pay, to have, charter a jet. So if he wanted to go somewhere, he could just charter the jet and go. That's how he was able to go to Jeddah when they was going over to Saudi the first time. And he didn't get caught up in um, than being trapped over there because he had his own plane and it was not a WWE plane, it was his. He needs to be kicked. That's why Roman fly, fly private when he go over there. Roman, Paul, the Usos, and even some when Naomi went wrestled that one year, she flew with Roman on the jet. They had their own. Shit. Don't say me. Now it will, yeah. If they if they keep it up and they <laughs> they go back, he gonna that, be a part of that shit too. Back on uh, uh what they call it, coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they say you know what? Hey, Naomi, not here. So Sammy, you could take her spot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they said that's where Naomi used to say, but you could take her seat this time. I mean, she she living her best life right now. She ain't she ain't stressed. She walking the carpets. Maybe come she back. 
working with that real big celebrity stylist. I was like, oh, shit. Shit was getting real. Just said, ah, shit, what are y'all doing? She had that bob. I was like, look at Naomi with the fuck-ass bob. Okay. What's your name, B.O.B.? So they calling you Bob. So we're at December to Dismember. Um, the first match on the card was ex- Team Extreme, you know, the Bitch Hardys uh, versus Eminem, Mercury and Nitro, that's Mercury and Johnny Hennigan, Johnny Nitro, or John Morrison, whatever you feeling like calling him that day, with Melina, hence Eminem. Um, that match was kind of funny. They beat the fuck out of Jeff, though, per usual. That seems to be his thing. Um, I want to say the Hardys won. Um, Molina kept screaming every pin. It was kind of getting annoying. I was ready to fight. <laughs> oh my she God, all the time. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of scared to go to SmackDown. I'm not really in a rush. Oh, babe. No, okay, Don. Listen, the next story that you have to cover is Melina and Batista. That was a love story, yes. But it was real short, but it was there. It was a small little story within a story. But when you see it, you're gonna be like this bitch. But yes. I mean, I was all bitch. Got me paying a rent, paying for just going on. That's what he said. (laughs) Like, I, when I saw that, I remember watching that from the beginning. When Eminem first showed up, I was like, okay, Melina had the typical hardball titties. (laughs) She was giving very much soccer balls, just sitting up to her damn neck. Right the, under her chin, oh, and she used to wear that that goddamn speed bump hump in her hairs. <laughs> yes, with the I, that little bump it. I hated that shit. I hated it so much. And she always and she it, she dressed like it was two thousand and seven because it was always one of the miniskirts and some real some slouchy boots. It was either slouchy flat boots or slouchy boots <laughs> with a little mini heel on it. And they came to her knees. Yes. Head <laughs> ass. And her... she had that that fried blonde hair. Yeah. She had streaks. Was... And then she uh, she always wore a double tank top. It was, was a double tank. She she had a it was either like a black bra or something peekaboo ish. Them titties was close. She had a whole ass on her chest. Okay. <laughs> That bra was pushing. All right. And it was always on her chest. No, for real. It was always something brown, black. Like it was always minimalist color. She never wore nothing vibrant or bright until she started mm-hmm. actually wearing her gear. Or when she would do like the the, the lingerie contest, the little lingerie contest, then she would put on some. She put on something that'll shock you, but I just be like, well, 
you Ooh. just look how you normally look with a pair of thongs on and your titties pressed together. I mean, your toes look like they hurt. <laughs> and I used to be like, how do y'all walk around with y'all titties up that high? Because that's not normal. Like even normally big breasted, normal big double D women, they titties don't sit like that. I'm just like, that is abnormally tight. You got to feel constricted. I, I'm like, it just looks like it's painful. And now you got the girls, Natalia and Zelina, them hoes titties is social distancing. They don't know if they want them to be hugging or, or kept apart. They don't know what they want. So... They're like, long okay. lost siblings. Like, all right, then. We just gonna, I guess next time, the next go round, the next set of girls will figure it out so that your titties will sit right on your chesticles. I guess. Right. I don't. We got to see how Tiffany Stratton's titties came out. I think hers are fine. Nicole said, <laughs> took pictures of them. Nicole said she put them on, on Instagram. Yeah, she posted them already. They look fine. I still say she didn't need the titties, but that's just me. I kind of think she did. I think she did to help balance her out. I like some girls. Yeah, I liked her her overly muscular frame. Like I really liked it because it was so unconventional. But I will say the titties do still fit. They do. I think she picked the right size. Yeah, she ain't going to get triple F. Rico, you gotta see it. She did pick something huge where she was, you know, looking like she about to fall over. Like she got, yeah, she got boobs that fit her body. I mean, I think she looks good. I just don't think she needed them. They sit up a little high, but you know, they they ain't too close. No, they 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 distanced enough apart. She she all right. I can't wait till they settle, settle. Yeah, because they 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 working on it, though. They coming down. They coming down. They, she looked nice. They, they a little stretched out, but she looked nice. I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with them. At least this will force her to get better gear, so I'm okay with it. Okay. I don't think so. I think she just don't have titties in her gear, Rico. That's not... Yeah, but, like, all her old gear ain't gonna fit no more, so all the ugly pieces are out. Well, the, uh, okay. Well, if that's how you look at it, you know, all that all that shit don't fit no more. So she's 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 got to get other gear. I yeah. think she was. I think she was great with the. the um, Why do you always make her look so round? I, I know she's happy. Hey, look at the excitement on her face. Yeah, she's very happy. I don't blame her. You can see the difference in her pictures. She said, finally. Titties. I is no no longer a part of the itty-bitty titty committee. Boobs. I knew she was so happy to tear up that that membership card. She said, finally. Ain't nothing wrong with being a part of the itty-bitty titty committee. I, again, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you here, Tiff. I, Bianca, I has, Bianca doesn't have a big chest. She has a um, more I muscular and frame, that's why I wanted, like I Tiffany wanted, does. Yeah, and that's why I was. I I liked Tiffany's frame the way that it was because I was like, for her to be such a like a in the face and in like on paper to be such a like a stereotypically like a femin- like feminine person, but have that muscular body type, 
I liked that like clashing. I liked it. It was interesting. <laughs> it was unique. But the titties fit, I, mean, I guess. I think she got like a like a like a like a B cup, A cup. She looks fine. I if she's happy, I'm happy. I don't really care about it. Getting the boots. I just be talking shit because I got I'm part of the long titty committee, so I can't even be talking about nobody's titties, okay? But I, I said this to, to Don. Now, when Tiffany come back and she take Roxanne's title from her, we not going to oh, complain. Oh, Lord Jesus. No, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Complain. Y'all know what's going <laughs> to happen. We not going to complain. Why not? Because. Because why? Complain. Roxanne just eat the little. She can lose this too, so. Um, Damn! <laughs> no, no. I'll, I'll give Roxanne a cute three months. I just feel like she is just not. She not ready. Her and her first feud is gonna be between one of them toxic attraction bitches. JC had her first feud be or or um, it's gonna be JC or or Gigi. More than likely, JC. Gonna be them a quarter. I think I think her first feud should have been against Zoe. Ew. No. Zoe gonna beat that bitch up. Exactly. I don't wanna see that. But she's not gonna win. Yeah, I would have had her feud against Zoe and then send Zoe up. You know what I, I think would it do. makes sense to have her go after JC or Gigi. That makes sense. They're not going after those tag team titles. They didn't have their final shot. I would go. What are you me. gonna do with them? Or put up Indy and turn Indy heel. No. I mean, she kind of teeters the line of healing face either way. All She's still fucking with Lola, bum I, ass, so. Knuckles to knock, to knock out Roxanne. <laughs> and it's like, that's it. Badass. <sighs> that's right. So anyways, carry back with Dublin back. Now we've hit my two cents. We had Don's two cents. What I've got EW was very messy. Um it yes. was very much AEW. <laughs> more organized. Um just just a tad bit more organized. It didn't seem too crazy, but the shit was wild. It was a little bit too mixed, too extreme for me. Um, so a lot of episodes when I would watch Kelly Kelly, I just I just go past it because it was too much. Every week it was something extreme. I said, I can't do this. It's a lot. It's a lot of stimulation can't take too much. It's taxing on the body. It really is. Like it to to put my body through that kind of um, visual pain is it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Um, but yeah, very much, very much AEW. Um, which is why if they don't get their shit together, that's gonna be their future. Um, <clears throat> very. <coughs> excuse me. Um, like New York said, very it was something very gutterbuck about it. I just <laughs> I just I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Um 
as for the girls, the girls were definitely girling. Um, I guess all I can really say is nice gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs> really all they had to offer. It wasn't like they was giving us matches. Mm, no, they weren't. That wasn't the, the, that was... the main goal. <laughs> Tom said, Tom said, gorgeous gowns, gorgeous gowns. That's what he said. Wrestlers. Because they weren't, it, they, like, they, they, weren't they were there for show. That is the truth. That is, he's right. They were not meant to be wrestlers. They ended up having matches. But like Tori Wilson said, like, you know, they would learn and practice their matches the night before. And it showed. Very much so. I will say, though, one thing they did know how to do. Them hoes know how to took bumps. It didn't matter who they was taking a bump from. They, was they could take a bump. It, it was it was it was sold perfectly. They knew how to fall correctly, and they these are 150 pounds soaking wet women. Some of these women was 100 pounds soaking wet. Like Kelly Kelly looks like she weighed 98 pounds. No, she was me. all she she was all hair and silicone. Okay, it was, okay. It just she was small, y'all. So her taking bumps from. Men who are 250 pounds solid. Plus. Okay. That's a it, lot. Chair shots, table shots. Her, Stacy, all of them girls. I, I give them that. They was taking bumps. We talking, some of these hoes would get speared. Edge was spearing bitches left and right. You would get speared. They okay. getting um, clotheslines. Them clotheslines ain't no joke. JBL clotheslined somebody, and I can't remember. And them hoes folded. He folded a bitch. <laughs> Never yeah. seen no shit like that before in my life. He folded her ass. She did not get up. I was like, okay, she down for the count. She not. Unintended. <laughs> <laughs> she, she not getting back up. They used to, and then they used to put May Young's old ass through tables. Oh, I know May Young loved that shit. She felt so alive. She used to do some of the like, most. They would come to her and say, "Hey, we got a spot." Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Sure. Eighty-six years old, put through a fucking table. She said, "Just give me an hour to get out of the car." He said, "I'm gonna imagine show you. being a, a kid sitting up watching a brawl, and a grown ass man is putting a grandma through a fucking table." A great. You like? Is she dead? <laughs> That is so much shit. Hey, now you can do that because they don't look old. Put a lingerie blaze old ass through a table. Mm, I pay money to see that. She be talking shit online. The pay per view, like I said, the matches were very long. It was very much unnecessary. I don't know why the hell Paul Heyman would do that. Now, uh, to Paul Hammer's credit, he can put together a story. He know how to put together a goddamn story. True. Is it how long these stories can go on? Is <clears throat> if you ask me, you could have did CM Punk and Mike Knox and Kelly Kelly in about four months. You did not have such a 
December. That's half a year. <laughs> I might not. We just sat up here for six months watching this bitch be a hoe. <laughs> and her man has a shield and she needs a savior. Like, what is no. this? That, that did not need six months. Like, Paul, be for real. And it wasn't like it was a, like an NXT thing with it in and out. You saw every week. This is true. Ain't guys. Mm-hmm. Why not? We telling this. We still on this story. That's why. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, this is a lot. Yeah, baby. Excuse me. Tell a story, but uh, it took too. It, he take too long. To everything don't have to be a well thought out plan. Even Triple H, they love a long drawn out story. Everything be drawn. Hit and move. Everything you can finish up in two weeks. Um, I think that's pretty much the consensus of it. Overall, ECW time soon. I need a breather. That was. Um, he said, said, "I'm tired." It was very overstimulating because it was so many opponents and a lot of matches, and it was consistent that I didn't have to kind of refocus a lot. So yeah, that's gonna need a break, maybe a long break. Very long. Um, I'll give it for an hour. It was pretty. It was pretty decent for an hour. So that way, I give it a B. That's a high grade. Very generous. I mean, it was pretty, very much tell a story. The, story. the stories were told well. No matter what the story was, give me the shit of story, but it was told well. Mm-hmm. They put a lot within just an hour, not even an hour. Damn, really five minutes. So, shout out to you, Paul. But the question is, will Absolutely. he ever issue out those checks? Ooh. Oh, oh yeah. hey, man. No. I'm leaning. Oh. The door has been shut. Um, if you're still looking for that check, you might as well count it. Because you're never going to. Well, like my daddy say, as long as he owe you, you'll never be broke. Well, there you have it. Um, I guess. <laughs> well, it's out there. Paul, get it to the money back. Now you got the money with the tribal chief. He had it before. I didn't take them back. That's the wearing them up fucking Tom Ford custom suits. They don't make fucking Tom Ford in his thick ass size. <laughs> you cannot no, go to Tom Ford website and pick up no sixty two. Okay, they don't make it in his size. What? Not a sixty two. He 60- wearing sixty two regular. A sixty two by thirty two because he ain't that tall. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. You're real short. 
<laughs> you were a 62 with probably a 54 waist. <laughs> no, is he the one who's the barbecue sauce guzzler one or is that JR? Uh uh-uh, uh, JR got barbecue sauce, babe. But the burst of his collarbone would barbecue <laughs> that button up on with that damn Texas necktie. Jesus. He's so played out. It's sad. Only thing, I, only time I ride for Jr. when he ride for black women, I'll give him. He will stand ten toes down for a black woman. Which I'm by rarity, I haven't seen it. He stood up for Jacqueline. I think he stood up for Jade as well. And people was like, um, Jade only the championship because you know what happened with Swell. He was like, no, like she really good. He's stand up for him time to time. He won't stand up for Gail, and I guess you have to stay in that. I mean, neither would I. So <laughs> I don't I, like that bitch. I wouldn't even lean forward for Gail to be honest. Because she's real selective with her racism. So mm-hmm. like everybody acknowledged the racism you went through, but you didn't have no problem having a known racist carrying your title and your company. So you kiss my ass. My thing is, she still be holding on to the fact that they asked her like three times to do she speak any uh Korean. Girl, you don't. And we I'm, don't give a fuck. You still holding on to that. That was like so 2008. This yeah, is- we 2000 and late. We don't, we don't <laughs> give a shit. Okay. So, uh, you still- she is not for delicious. <laughs> Did you learn any Chinese from then? Hmm? Oh, wow. Offended. Okay, girl. Hell, I'll go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna see well, Tommy Dreamer down there. A lot of them gonna be down there if you wanna be real. Okay, Ric Flair's seat is just waiting on him. Okay. He got a throne. Okay. Well... That's all we got. We ain't got no more. No more. (laughs) So next year, which is coming up in a couple of days, (laughs) um, I'll make sure I plan it out with Don. And I don't know. We'll try to bust out six episodes next year. I'll give you plenty of time. Find your stories. Get it sectioned out. And we get them put up. So if y'all want to hear Don break down specific stuff, then you have to hit us up through Anchor or send us a message through the Down for the Count social media. We got Down for the Count, um, at Down for the Count 19 on Twitter and at D4TC underscore podcast on Instagram. And Don has his socials. You can go ahead and give it. And so does Rico's. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just read a message. Y'all can follow me at Ruly Don. That's R E A L L Y. Oh, Jesus. Rico, you want to give up your social or are you all right? Sure. Um, you can follow me at eh underscore so what? 
on Instagram, and I can make y'all side plates on um 2K. If y'all oh ready. yeah, you can. Yeah, we can. <laughs> hey, let us up. Right. Yeah. Oh, you can follow their DCW account. They do post. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, we do have me and Donnie. We have a 2K page called uh, 2KD at 2KDCW on Instagram that says for Dreams Collide Wrestling. Tap in. Yes. Pretty soon we'll be moving to YouTube. Yeah, I just got to get the shit created. I've been I've been slacking. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Um, we appreciate it. Like I said earlier in the previous um, piece, I appreciate Don and Rico for coming through. We're going to try and keep them around as long as they are available to help me kind of fill out the podcast on the weeks where the girls are not available and they are. We'll do doubling back with Don. We'll do some recaps of some older shows. And we'll also bring back the fashion files because Don and Rico love the fashion files and I like doing it too. So, with all that being said, make sure you guys follow us on our socials. You know the drill. At Down for the Count 19 on Twitter, at D4TC underscore podcast on Instagram. If you want to have us do a specific topic, you want to have a specific roast sessions, you want us to do a specific show, let us know. Give us the tea and the deets, and we will be sure to do everything we can to get that out if it is possible. All right? Especially with the roast sessions. The roast sessions are imperative that we do them, you know, in on time, and we have to do them in Certain people have to be done, and if something's repetitive, we don't do it. So there's that. Anyways, make sure you follow us on our socials. Follow Don and Rico. I've already given you those. And I will see you guys in 2023.